And welcome to the Goats Fantasy Football Podcast. Woo! I am your host, Dave. I'm Jubong. And uh, welcome to episode 20 of our podcast. It's a hot one. I did not... Honestly, if you told me it'd be like 20 episodes in halfway through the fantasy season, I would not have believed it. <laughs> I'd be like, why are we recording so many podcasts? This is supposed to be once a month. That's what are you talking about? Yeah. But yeah. hey... 20, not bad. Not bad. We'll, we'll slow down once the season's over. But yeah, this well, is our... I'm, I'm thinking what'll happen is once the season ends, we'll do longer podcasts, yeah. but less frequently, because we'll be talking about a lot more. I hear you. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, now, of course, uh, we do want to remind you to call in to 707-474-4897. Yeah. After an amazing week last week of four amazing submissions, you sent us jack shit this week. I got one. Ryan, I'm tanking. How... Could you lose to me? I don't understand. <laughs> Please. You, you look what you forced me to do. I, you forced me to trade away Chubb because I can't win any more games this year. <laughs> well, don't worry. We'll talk about all of that. Don't worry. Everything you just mentioned will be discussed today. Um, speaking of trades, yeah. let's go over. We actually had a lot over the last week. Um, starting the first, uh, Phil traded a 2021 second-round pick to you, sir, for Gerald Everett. Yep. Uh, obviously, losing Will Disley hurt Phil, and he needed to fill in for that tight end. Yeah. I, I, I like this trade for Phil, actually. I didn't need Gerald Everett because I have Mark Andrews. Uh, Everett's been getting consistent, like, seven, eight targets a game. Got a touchdown last game. Like, he is as reliable a tight end as they come in that, you know, bottom range of tight ends, obviously, tight end ones. Yeah. No, I mean, I think Everett's actually done really, a really good job this year. He's stepping up. Um, that... Rams' past offense has yeah. been weak. I mean, obviously playing Atlanta heals all ales. Yes, that's true. Uh, so we'll see how that goes going forward. But I mean, Everett had, like, three touchdowns in a year or two, two or three. Yeah, no, he's been good. He's, he's been good. Yeah. He's been actually, you know, if you don't have one of the top eight tight ends, yeah. you've got to do something. Yeah. So, and you um, know those tight ends where, like, if you watch the games, the offense is scheming to throw him the ball. Exactly. It's not like he's just open, you know, naturally. it's They're forcing it to him because yeah. they want him involved. Much to the chagrin of Cooks and Woods, yeah. unfortunately. Sure, sure. Um, speaking of Phil tight ends, a little bit of shadiness Ooh. went down this Ooh, let's lead get into this one. with uh, Phil and Daniel. So, <sighs> Phil basically, for lack of a better word, exploited the taxi trade rule. Mm. He traded away Will Disley for some fab, got Will Disley back for some fab, and because he traded for Will Disley, he was able to put him. Yeah. On his taxi. Bill is basically now the New England Patriots. He'll forever be known as that because we always exploit loopholes. <laughs> it's not illegal, but it's exploiting a loophole. It is not in the spirit of the game. I, 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 I this is true. I, I mean, except for the New England Patriots part because we're, there, there are <laughs> angels who are always perfect. Um, now I do want to stand up for Phil a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So Phil actually came to me with this proposal first and I said, uh, I'm not a big fan. You're not breaking any rules, but why don't you check with Nick first? So he went, and Nick said, hey, if you could get somebody willing to do that, you go ahead. Now, that being said, I do think we will be changing this rule. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think definitely next year, at the absolute latest, it will be if a player has ever been in your lineup, he cannot go to your taxi. That's how it really should be. Well... What if he's part of, of a legitimate trade? You traded him away earlier in the season, later on in the season, you somehow get him back for whatever reason. I think because of the loophole, we have to be a little bit more strict on that. Um, 
I just I think it's going to be a little bit more fair for the league. I mean, hey, we'll talk about it. Either if if it's an emergency, we'll do it during the on season. Otherwise, the off season. I mean, maybe we need to consider a second IR spot. I mean, I think the the reason people didn't want two IRs was because of waiver wires, which mm-hmm. we've learned in Dynasty is a joke. There's no real reason to worry about that. So maybe a second IR spot is worthy to talk about, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's all a long story. Um, now, in order to quell the trigger that occurred to J-Mac, it looks like Aaron gave him $25 a fab to make it feel a little bit better. <laughs> I did see that. So thank you, Aaron, for your, your generosity and kindness to the Your league. donation is appreciated. Um, but otherwise, hey, J-Mac and Nick have been getting friendly. The mm-hmm. uh, founder of Herd Immunity has left the herd <laughs> and uh, yeah. gone crazy. So first and foremost, uh, J-Max sent Justin Jackson and a 2022nd for Kenyon Drake and Justin Watson. I, I don't understand this one. I, I think part of it was, I mean, J-Max had Tavon Austin in his running back spot yeah. before that trade, which, funny enough, would have been better than Kenyon Drake yeah. this last week. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I guess you're hoping for that Kenyon Drake trade and then he becomes relevant. You must be, yeah. Uh, Kenyon Drake's been doing absolutely nothing. Everyone assumed it was Adam Gase last year and the year prior, but apparently he's just not that good. And <laughs> Mark Walton doesn't look terrible. He looks no, pretty good against Buffalo. No, if, he I can, mean, if he could restrain himself from punching people. Yeah, that would, that would be back. huge. Yeah. Um, all right, and then J-Mac gave up a lot to Miles Sanders. He yep. gave up Isabella, a 2021st, and a third, a 2023rd to get Miles Sanders. I, I mean, I guess I could see the like of Sanders, but he's really been a bit of a letdown this year. Yeah, this trade also kind of confuses me, J-Mac. I'm sorry. Like, to me, Miles Sanders... From all the projections, and of course it's just projection, Miles Sanders in this upcoming crop of 2020 running backs would not have been the number two running back taken, or the three even probably. You know, he would have been a little bit further down the list. So to give a first for this year plus for Miles Sanders, maybe you're just really going it for this year, but that 2021st probably would have helped your team more in the long run. Yeah, and I mean, Sanders has been getting two catches, three catches each week. Yeah. He's been averaging about eight points a game. Yeah. Not the numbers you really were looking for for okay. someone who's getting more involved in that offense. And Peterson has shown. He just wants out of committee. Yeah, like, it's it's true. So all of this mm-hmm. allowed Nick to accrue the assets Ooh. that he needed Let's to make the blockbuster trade that went down moments before the yes. podcast. yes. Uh, so let's see here. Nick gave you two firsts. Yep. Two seconds. Yep. Two thirds. Yep. All of these in 2020 class, except for one of the firsts. Yep. All for Nick Chubb. Yeah. He's been coming after Nick Chubb for a little bit, uh, trying to finagle this and that. Uh, I didn't want to give up Chubb, but it was just too much value. It's just, at the end of the day, it's just too many pieces. I'm a rebuilding team. I like having that superstar Chubb on my team, but if I can get two super studs and lots of shots in the second round, I just I just need to fill out my roster. I can't rely on two touchdowns from Zach Pascal every week. <laughs> yeah, that's only going to do so much for you. Um, as the person facing you this week, I appreciate your truly fucking yeah. team. Yeah, I get I, truly take I, I do not think I, I will not hopefully have a Ryan Shot situation on my hands. Oh, please. Um, but, you know... That's a. I mean, I'm a little offended because <laughs> Nick made a similar offer to me for uh-huh. Dalvin Cook, but it only had one first in mm. it, 
And, like, if you wanted to, come on, man, like, that would go. <laughs> would you pick him two first? No, I'm not thinking. Like, <laughs> if I'm in first place in the league at the moment. We'll see what happens as the season progresses. So yeah. I'm not giving up players for assets at this point. For sure, for sure. Had, had a few games gone differently, we might talk about it, but especially with the injury risk, but I'm still a little hurt. Like, the I only hesitation I had is that the first is, like, in the latter half of the draft. It's J-Max. Mm. <sighs> that gave me pause, but whatever. For sure, for sure. And, you know, I do have to think a little bit this might have been, like, before this trade, Nick and Brian weren't that, were estimated to be pretty close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just don't think Nick's ego could have handled a loss to a non-tanking Brian. to the worst team in the league. Yes. Now, a quick note on Brian. There was Mm. some shady stuff Mm. that went down this week. Mm -hmm. I believe he started a player on IR. Mm -hmm. He benched Deshaun Watson. no. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. My mistake. The other guy on that team. He benched yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> um, and honestly, this is something Nick and I are going to have to talk about. This this goes well beyond tanking. Yeah. We have to consider, like, this kind of stuff risks your draft picks next year. Like, if you're going to do something like that to ruin the league to get a better pick, we may take that pick away. I we, was... Because that's just not cool. I was especially told I am not allowed to tank like that. Otherwise, I would not be starting Michael Thomas and Nick Chubb this whole entire season. They would have been squarely on my bench this entire season. So, yeah, this is a big deal. Uh, this is some, something we've definitely talked about. We were definitely doing an off season. We may have to do it sooner. I I, I really this, – this, is, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. And what Brian did this week was way too blatant. So we're going to we're gonna be talking about that one. That one bothered me more than what Phil did, actually. Yeah, oh yeah. No, definitely, so definitely, definitely. that needs to be discussed. Man, we got some negative news Oof. in this podcast. Come on, Brian. Come All on. right. Let's, Where's let's, the customer service? Let, let's cheer things, things things up. Let's talk about week seven. Yep. Where you beat Shoddy 69-50. <laughs> now, Leonard Fournette was the only player on Shoddy's team to score more than 10 points. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Fuller, you know, both get hurt in the middle of the game, and yeah. he had a lot of buys. Man, when Devonta Freeman got kicked out of that game for getting in the fight. I was like, okay, Shoddy, thank you. Like, Ida Smith can come back. But Ida was already out because of was the he? I was, I was I think Ida went out first. Oh, man. I, yeah, when, when Freeman got kicked out, I literally wrote, like, does Atlanta have any running backs left? <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but, all right, so I was going to say, the tanking gods are not on your side, Juvon, yep. but you've taken matters in your own hands. Yes, yes. You've I, just I, gotten rid of the value I on your team. I sponged Chubb. Uh, I'm sorry. I love you, Chubb, but, yeah. I, I need to I need to lean into this. I need one first round pick in the top half of the draft. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, speaking of Nick, last week we said if Amari Cooper and Christian Kirk are out, we gotta pick Zach in that game. Yeah. But were we wrong on that one? <laughs> yeah. Nick crushed Zach by fifty points. Yep. And I mean Amari but, Cooper was decent, but he played. Was, Cooper he, played. He played. Hey. So we we were technically <laughs> right. Um. But. Uh, Cooper was not the star of Nick's team. He basically, Waller absolutely exploded yeah. in Welcome Oakland. Back. And then trading for Latavius Murray might have bought him that win. Oof. You know, he got yeah. 30 points for Kamara out. So, hey, red paper clip does it again. Yeah. yeah. Zach, he got three touchdowns from Sony. He got a great game from Zeke. But Matt Ryan and the entire bottom half of Zach's roster basically floored out. Yeah. And, and he has to worry because Matt Ryan got hurt in that game. Yeah. He Matt Ryan is definitely out, so 
Ouch, that was a rough loss there. Yeah. Hey, congratulations, Nick. You're back in the hunt, and now you've got a superstar to carry you. Yep. We'll see what happens there. We've been saying all along Nick's in this, but, boy, he's coming through strong. One more note about the Nick trade, too, that's interesting, is that he okay, has... Let's talk about your trade, Well, boy. he has Kareem Hunt, which is, like, very interesting, because if Kareem Hunt gets traded at the end of the season, or, or goes to a different team at the end of the season, man, he has studs on that team. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Now you've ruined my mood. You know? <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to be the Patriots of this league. <laughs> no, no, that's Phil. Remember? Actually, no, my, my plan here... Not illegal. Speaking of what we're talking about, those types of situations, I've gotten approached by like three different people about Austin Eckler, and oh. I'm willing to let him go. And part of me wants to do it, because he's, you know, when, when scoring came back, he had a fringe player, but yeah. I really see the Chargers basically just letting Gordon go next year and promoting Eckler. Ooh. And then I've got that situation that you were just talking about. I get Eckler starting, and I get Gordon in Tampa or Houston. That'd be like having Love Bell and James Conner on the same team. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm I'm not saying I'm not listening to offers, guys. I am listening to offers always, but it's a situation I find myself in. Not bad. Aaron got the job done against Jamin, winning by more than 30 points. Yep. Goff, you know, Falcons cure all ales, and... So, I guess he's not going to be taking any fourth-round picks for Goff at this point. <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, he still might. Goff has not looked great. He's been Goffle? Yup. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> Isn't it? Holy crap. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, Montgomery. What, I, I know we only had two carries, which... That doesn't really make it better. What yeah. the heck is Nagy doing? Yeah, Nagy was supposed to be this brilliant mastermind of an offensive genius, but... Again, another committee. It looks, you know, it looks rough. Yeah. And then Jamed, Jimmy G in a monsoon. I obviously can't get it done. <laughs> yep. Um, Sanu and Ingram both let down. Yeah, but Sanu with the recent news. I was gonna say Ingram's gonna see better days, and Sanu to the Pats should be interesting. The question is, well, how does that play with Gordon? There's a lot of mouths to feed. I, I think Sanu's the type of player who will have value throughout the season because these players keep getting injured. Phil Dorsett, Edelman, and Gordon have all sat out games. Uh, so Sanu definitely has value. I just don't know if like when everyone's healthy, if they if you could play him, especially if the kill Harry comes back. That's then true too. Oh, so geez. many miles of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Gronk's coming back, but yeah. Uh, so great win for Aaron. Keeps himself in the playoff hunt. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Jamed, that's a rough loss. Knocking him out of first place. Keep losing. But... I have your first round pick. I would like that a little. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, uh, J-Man's schedule for the rest of the e- season looks pretty good, so I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. <laughs> um, all right, last but not least for last week, the game of the week lived up to its name. Yep. Kyle beat Nico by less than 10. That was goals. a close one. Yeah. It was a very close one. Once before, Nico was saved by Crowder against Shoddy, but mm-hmm. this time that Pat's defense just could not let him do it again. It took Darnold's soul. Oh, my goodness. Five interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, four interceptions, four, yeah. a fumble recovery, yep. and a safety just for fun. Darnold had no shot last night. That was no. incredible. I've never had such an easy time going watching a game. <laughs> there, there's no fantasy asset more valuable than the Pats defense right now. Obviously not in our league, but yeah. The year, none of our leagues have defenses yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, but now, hey, Kyle has to figure out if Chase Edmonds is going to be a thing. He's got both on his team. Uh, DJ's got the store back, and Edmonds just looked electric last week. Or yeah, I don't think you can bench DJ. Chase Edmonds is definitely a thing if DJ's hurt and out, and they you know let him heal up all the way. But would you start Chase Edmonds over Damian Williams? 
If DJ's out, yeah. Yeah. What if he's not? If he's not... Williams is versus not getting it done. Williams versus who? Edmonds. No, no, no. Williams, who is he playing? Oh, I'm just, I'm just talking in hypothetical general, because Kyle's got both on his team. Hypothetically, no, I wouldn't. Damon Williams has just been a letdown. I know. Yeah. I, I think they're playing Green Bay this week. Yeah, so no. Green Bay has a strong defense. So yeah. you would rather play Chase Edmonds? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, it feels like Damon Williams is starting to get phased out. I'm glad I sold when I did. I'm yeah. Sure Nick feels the same. Being phased out for LaShawn McCoy, the old man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, and then Nico did not start a tight end because he had DeWalker, who was hurt uh, last minute injury. But you know, I don't think Trey Burton's two points would have saved his week against Kyle. Yeah, unfortunately. And then Devonta Freeman should just not start fights with guys like Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald's like a beast among men. You can't win against him. That, that was just ridiculous. But Ito out, a lot of opportunity. Does that matter in Atlanta? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> all right, so uh, last week, there's no change in standings. We all made the same pick. Yep, yep, Now, yep. technically, we said that only if Kirk and Cooper were out would we pick against Nick. Yep. But Cooper played, so we technically picked Nick, so we both won perfect. 3-0. 3-0. I'm over 500 now. I'm 10-6. and Jubong is 9-7. It's getting interesting. Uh, so let's talk about week eight. Now, there are only two teams on by this week, uh, Baltimore and Dallas. Okay. Um, and we are actually past the halfway point of the fantasy season. Wow. There's only 13 weeks in fantasy. We are now in week eight. Nice. So it's coming into, you know, time to get serious. Oh, fun, fun. Um, and as of such, we actually, we're going to be picking four games this week because, you know, things fell in a different way. Um, so going first, we get Joel and Zach. Both of them are outside looking in on this playoff picture. Joel's team's been looking a little bit better. He's got Saquon back. He got that big, huge win over Phil this week. Yeah. Uh, and then Kenny Stills is going to be coming in, filling in for Will Fuller this week. That's not bad either. Yeah, I mean, Zach is 4-3, and three, so he should, by record, have this squared away. But, yeah, this matchup does not look good for him. Yeah, and then Zach, he's going to be hoping that Kirk Cousins can stay hot like he has been. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be tough, especially if Thielen doesn't play on Thursday. But he's playing against Washington. But he is playing on Washington. And then Sonny Michelle, three touchdowns. Not enough to get Zach through the win this week, but he gets to play Cleveland this week. A much tougher defense. Yeah. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, the biggest thing that concerns me about Zach's team, he's got two Philly wide receivers playing against Buffalo. Alshon and uh, Aguilar, both against Buffalo. Ugh. Yeah. Miami did show some cracks in that defense, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know about that. No, I, yeah, I can't, I can't see Philly doing that well against them. Yeah. And then you know, Singletary finally came back, but only had two carries. I think he has less than twenty carries on the season. They've been very useful, but it's hard to say that's not Gore's backfield at this point. At this point, yes, I think they're just easing him back in. Singletary has looked like the more explosive back when he has opportunity. Yeah. Um. So, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'm going to pick Joel this week. I think I have to go with Joel. Rodgers in that shootout against Kansas City looks great. Uh, he's got James White to kind of counterbalance with Sonny Michelle because you never know who's going to get more touches than that. The only problem with Joel's team is his wide receiver one is like Marvin Jones. So yes, huge game. He's but, not going to do three touchdowns. Right? Four touchdowns every week. But playing New York Giants. That does help. <laughs> that does help. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about another one. Kyle versus Phil. Now, Kyle is a very heavy favorite in this game. Phil's team is just ravaged by injuries. He lost yeah. his he, Mahomes Oof. out for Oof. a few weeks. That's going to be really rough. But you know, this game really has a lot of implications in the playoff picture. 
you know, Kyle is trying to buy for that number one seed. Yeah. Phil is trying to hold on to his seat at the table. This one can be pretty interesting. Man, Kyle, I've said it time and time again, but Kyle has such a freaking good team, which I hate to say because I just created the first first round pick. <laughs> but, man, yeah, he's got Deshaun Watson against Oakland. Yeah, he's got Tyler Lockett against Atlanta. Ugh, that's, that's gross. I got to take Kyle in this one. Yeah, I mean, for Phil to even have a shot, Bridgewater just has to have a huge week against Arizona, which, which, is, which is possible. possible. Yeah. And then if David Johnson got another goose egg, it might make this interesting, but I can't pick against Kyle in this game. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon hasn't been getting it done, and that's really that, – that sticks out like a sore thumb on this team. Yeah. Another one pretty important for the playoff picture is Nico versus Aaron. Uh, Nico, no Lamar Jackson this week with the bye, but mm. I think Brady is a decent b- backup. Yeah, um, Cleveland hasn't looked that good, so Brady should do fine. Yeah, and you definitely do not want to put Sam Darnold out there against Jacksonville after what just happened. True, <laughs> but Jacksonville just lost Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, but I, I think that, that it's more the defensive line of Jacksonville that's, that's going to be in true. his head all day. Fingers. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, Jacksonville's been without Jalen Ramsey for about a month. That's true. That's a good call. So, you know, Nico really needs somebody to fill in for Thielen, though. I just don't see him coming back for Thursday. He's listed only as questionable, but that's just not going to happen. No, I, yeah, I, I don't see him as in. Uh, DJ Shark is playing New York Jets. That's his uh, wide receiver one now. Oof, this is a tough one. Yeah. Aaron's got another easy matchup for golf playing Cincinnati. Yeah. And even Montgomery should have a better week against the Chargers. Um, but... I, oh, yeah, I know tough. it's a really tough one. I'm gonna take. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna go Aaron. I'll go Aaron too, actually. Oh man, we're getting too. We're getting uh, too much. Yeah. All right. With Thielen out, it's just yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. And man. Julio and Tyreek, like even without Mahomes, Andy Reid's whole thing is about giving his guys like you know five yards of space, which is yes easy when you have a speedster like Tyreek, but it's especially especially going to be necessary without Mahomes. Yeah, uh, they're going to have tons of shallow crosses. And Tyreek could just take that to the house anyway. And Matt Moore is a plenty good backup. Yeah, he'll get sure. the ball. He got Tyreek a touchdown last That's very time. That's Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. Our game of the week: a battle of Justins. <laughs> J Mac versus J Med. Mm. So J Mac, he's got to play once this week against Buffalo because Dak is on by. Uh-huh. But like we just said, that that Buffalo defense showed some cracks in their armor against Miami. Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Ooh, that doesn't help anything. That doesn't help. Yeah. Um, and Garoppolo is playing Carolina. Carolina is a good defense. Carolina does have a good defense. Yeah. Um, and then J Mac does get McCaffrey back yep. this week, but against San Francisco. Against yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. It's McCaffrey. It always helps. Oof, um, and he does have Miles Sanders this week, but yes. again, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, not exactly fantastic. Um, now. Galladay has to have a bounce back week. He only caught like two passes last week while Marvin Jones caught four touchdowns. Agreed. And, you know, A.J. Brown looks a little bit better now that they've got Tannehill instead of Mariota. I don't know how much better, but a little better. <laughs> Tiny bit better, yeah. Yeah. Um, J-Med is a favorite in the game, though, especially he's got Aaron Jones going against Kansas City. Yep, yep. That's just a really juicy matchup. That's a shootout. Um, but Keenan Allen against Chicago? And T.Y. Ouch. Hilton against Denver Ouch. are some concerns. Yeah, and he's got Sanu starting. Yeah. Sanu against, one, on a new offense, and two, Cleveland's secondary is not terrible. They're about 15th in the league. Okay. okay. They're, they're, they're midway. They're not terrible, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. So that's kind of 
rough. Yeah, and he's got like the Jordan Howard counterbalance to the Miles Sanders. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. So who do you, who do you got here? Too oh far? my gosh, this one this is definitely the hardest one. I'll give you a hint. I'm gonna pick Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm taking J Mac. Wow. Who are you taking? I actually, I kind of want to pick Medina just for the. Jinx. You should. But I, I really expect the bounce back week. Oh Jana. man! But in interest of making this league interesting, okay. and making these picks interesting, I will change my pick to Medina Thank you, sir. and hope for that jinx. Uh, so, <laughs> Justin, don't let me down. Justin, don't let me down. <laughs> okay. So uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Yep. For the Goats Fantasy Football Podcast, I am your host, Dave. I'm Jubong. We'll see you next time.